This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Join us now as we go to the live broadcast of Spiritual Appetizers Podcast. Welcome, and thank you for joining us in this live episode of Spiritual Appetizers Podcast. Episode 194, we need to learn how to fear properly. The spiritual appetizer we will be using in this episode is from Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28. As disciples of Christ, we should not fear man and the extent of his power, but rather we should fear God because he can destroy both soul and body in hell. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28 reads... And do not fear those who can kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. We need to learn how to fear properly. If we don't know how to fear properly, then we are going to fear the wrong things. We're not to fear the one that can kill the body. If someone's holding a gun to your head and says, denounce Christ or die, we need to learn to fear God more than we fear that man or death because we need to learn how to keep God's commandments because he can cast both soul and body into hell. And he will if we deny his son. If we deny his son who he sent to be our propitiation, to be our sacrifice, to be our mediator, to be the one that died for our sins, then he will cast both body and soul into hell. As disciples of Christ, we need to learn how to fear properly. And so, let's learn how to fear God. That's what this episode today is going to be all about. It's going to be about learning to fear God. In Exodus chapter 20, verses 18 through 21, the Bible says, Now all the people witnessed the thundering, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, You speak with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you, and that his fear may be before you, so that you may not sin. So the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. You see, the children of Israel, they didn't know how to fear God properly. They never learned that they needed to fear him the way that they did. Even though God showed them over and over throughout his word that they needed to fear him and keep his commandments. I mean, look at what he did to Pharaoh while they were still in Egyptian captivity. He sent 10 plagues to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh hardened his heart. He didn't know how to fear God. And so God sent the 10th plague, the death of the firstborn, and he finally released the people. But then he immediately hardened his heart again and went right after them. And so after the children of Israel saw all these plagues that were done, and Pharaoh released them, they came to the river, and they mocked again They mocked Moses once more and said, why did you bring us out here to die? Look, 
Pharaoh's army is chasing after us. It would have been better for us to stay in Egyptian captivity than to die out here. They had forgotten that they needed to fear God properly. And so God divided the sea. They walked across on dry land. And then they came to a time while they were in the wilderness that they didn't have any water. And so they complained against Moses again and said it would have been better for them to go back to Egypt. And so God brought water out of a rock. He did this twice for them. And they still never learned how to fear him properly. And so now we're at Sinai. He's giving the Ten Commandments to them, and they still did not learn how to fear properly. Aaron, Moses' brother, still did not know how to fear God properly. Moses was up on the mountain receiving the Ten Commandments, and when he came down, they were making a golden calf. And Aaron said, well, this calf just jumped out of the pot. Well, we know that was a lie. Aaron and the children of Israel did not understand how to fear God properly. As disciples of Christ, we should not fear man and the extent of his power, but we should fear God because he can destroy both soul and body. God has the power to cast one into hell. But the children of Israel, they still did not know how to fear God properly. We need to learn how to fear properly. In Exodus chapter 20, verses 18 through 21, they still didn't understand. God was going to take care of them, but they still did not understand how to fear him properly. Notice verse 21, it says, So the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. Moses understood more about fearing God properly because he had a better relationship with God than the Israelites did. Today, we need to have a better relationship with God. We need to learn how to fear God properly. Let's continue to look at some verses that will teach us how to fear God properly. In Deuteronomy chapter 31, verses 1 through 8, the Bible says, Then Moses went and spoke these words to all Israel. And he said to them, I am 120 years old. I can no longer go out and come in. Also, the Lord has said to me, you shall not cross over this Jordan. The Lord your God himself crosses over before you. He will destroy these nations from before you, and you shall depose them. Joshua himself cross, crosses over before you, just as the Lord has said. And the Lord will do to them as he did to Shion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, and their land, when he destroyed them. The Lord will give them over to you that you may do to them according to every commandment which I have commanded you. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Then Moses called Joshua and said to him, In the sight of all Israel, be strong and of good courage. For you must go with this people to the land which the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them. And you shall cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. As disciples of Christ, we should not fear man and the extent of his power, but rather we should fear God because he can destroy both soul and body in hell. And that's exactly what God was telling Israel here in Deuteronomy chapter 31, verses 1 through 8. Fear God properly. Don't fear these people that are in your land. Fear 
God, because he is capable of destroying them. And if he said that he's going to be with you, then he is going to be with you. We need to understand that. God is going to be with us if he said he's going to be with us. If we are keeping his commands, then God is going to be with us. Notice some more here in Deuteronomy chapter 31. In verse 2, And he said to them, I am 120 years old. I can no longer go out and come in. Also, the Lord has said to me, you shall not cross over this Jordan. You see, Moses had done something wrong in God's sight. When he was told to speak to the rock, he struck it. And so Moses needed to learn better how to fear the Lord properly. He was upset. He was upset with the children of Israel, and so he struck the rock instead of speaking to it the way that God told him to. And so God punished Moses. He was not allowed to cross over into the promised land. You see, if we don't keep the commands of God, if we don't fear him properly and do exactly what he says, he was told to speak to the rock. We need to do exactly what God says or else we need to fear him. When Moses struck the rock instead of speaking to it, he did not get to go over into the promised land. Well, the promised land today is heaven. And if we do something similar, if we strike the rock instead of speaking to it, if we don't do what God asks us to do, then we need to fear him. But if we're doing what God asked us to do, if we're keeping God's commandments, then we have no need to fear him. Let's go on here in verse 4. And the Lord will do to them as he did to Shion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, and their land when he destroyed them. The Lord will give them over to you that you may do to them according to every commandment which I have commanded you. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. Notice, when you're doing what God wants you to do, you have no need to be afraid of them. Do not fear them. Do not be afraid of them. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Going on here in verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. When God is with you, you do not need to be afraid. That is something that we need to get across to people today. Is that when God is with us, we don't need to be afraid. It's when he's not with us. As disciples of Christ, we should not fear man and the extent of his power, but rather we should fear God because he can destroy both soul and spirit in hell. Let's make sure that we're getting right with God. Going on to another verse that shows another extent of how we're not to fear man, but we are to fear God. Look at Second Chronicles chapter 19, verses 4 through 7. So Jehoshaphat dwelt at Jerusalem, and he went out again among the people from Beersheba to the mountains of Ephraim, and brought them back to the Lord, God of their fathers. Then he set judges in the land throughout all the fortified cities of Judah, city by city. And he said to the judges, Take heed to what you are doing, for you do not judge for man, but for the Lord, who is with you in the judgment. Now therefore, let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Take care and do it, for there is no iniquity with the Lord, our God, no partiality, nor taking of bribes. And so when we do what God commands, we don't have to fear God. But if we don't do what he commands, there's no partiality with him. He's not going to spare this person over here because they're rich or they're wealthy or they have money because they can't buy their way into heaven. It's not possible. Not even the king of Israel, not even Solomon, the richest man that ever lived, was capable of buying his way into heaven. 
He had to go into heaven the way that God said to go into heaven. He had to do the will of the Father. There is no partiality or taking of bribes with God. They're simply doing his will. Look at Second Chronicles chapter 19, again with me in verse 6. And he said to the judges, Take heed what you are doing, for you do not judge for man, but for the Lord, who is with you in this judgment. If we're going to be leaders in Israel, if we're going to be leaders in the church today, we have to make sure that we're leading the way that God wants us to lead. If we're not leading the way that God wants us to lead, then we are not doing it right. We need to make absolutely sure that we're living the way that God wants us to live. As disciples of Christ, we should not fear man and the extent of his power, but rather we should fear God because he can destroy both soul and body in hell. Let's go on here to Job chapter 31. And verse 21, Job chapter 31 and verse 21. If I have raised my hand against the fatherless when I saw I had helped in the gate, then let my arm fall from my shoulder. Let my arm be torn from the socket for destruction from God is a terror to me. And because of his magnificence, I cannot endure. We can't stand before God. It is not possible for us to stand before God. We have to do it his way. Notice this verse with me one more time, because there's something very important in verse 23. For destruction from God is a terror to me, and because of his magnificence, I cannot endure. As disciples of Christ, we should not fear man and the extent of his power, but rather we should fear God, because he can destroy both soul and body in hell. For destruction from God is a terror to me. This should be to us. It should be this way for us too. Destruction from God should be a terror to us. It should scare us. Fear not the one that can kill the body, but fear the one that can cast both body and soul into hell. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28. Destruction from God should be a terror to us. We should fear it. If God comes back and we're not right with him, then his destruction should absolutely terrify us. Let me say that again. If we're not right with God and he comes back a second time to judge the world, then his destruction should absolutely terrify us. Let's go over into the New Testament to 1 Corinthians chapter 5. And we're going to look at verses 9 through 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 9 through 11. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your conscience. Let's reread verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, good or bad. As disciples of Christ, we should not fear man and the extent of his power, but rather we should fear God because he can destroy both soul and body in hell. Here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 through 11, that's exactly what Paul's talking about. When he says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, According to what he has done, whether good or bad, therefore, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. That day that's coming 
If you're not right with him, it's going to be terrifying. It's only when you're right with him that you can say something similar to what Paul said at the end of his life. I fought the good fight. I finished the course. I've kept the faith. Now there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the righteous judge will give to me, but not only to me, but to all who love his appearing. If you have not learned how to fear properly, then you're not going to be able to say that because fear is what keeps us in serving God properly. If we don't fear him, we're not going to keep his commandments the way that we need to. We need to fear him because it goes back to what he said again in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 28. Jesus said this, And do not fear those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. As disciples of Christ, we should not fear man and the extent of his power, but rather we should fear God because he can destroy both soul and body in hell. Who do you fear today? Do you fear man? Do you fear what man's going to say about you if you don't believe certain things that man has made up, the commandments of man? In vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of man, Matthew chapter 15 and verse 9. Be sure that you're learning how to fear God properly. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.